Welcome to the Tavern Cast Network. Hey, Bryce. Um, I, uh, uh, you know, I've got something to admit, man. Oh, God. Are you pregnant again? (laughs) No, I'm not pregnant. Neither is Infernal Jill. Are you out of the closet? Because I knew. I knew knew it was coming, and I'm I'm good with that. I'm fine that you're out of the closet. Not not that there's anything wrong with that, but no. No, there's nothing wrong, and that's why I say I think it's good that you finally (laughs) decided to come out. I mean, it's been obvious. Show after show after show, this... The crazy things that you know, you're drinking that crazy cherry beer a couple shows back, and I, I knew it. I knew it. we all knew it. Monin talked drink. about it. Mike yeah. talked about it. Yeah. He was like, "Bill, Bill is coming out of the closet." And then well, I, it's just it's gross. Did you did you have something else you meant though? I'm, well, I, I guess in I don't a want way, to be insensitive. And no, no. And as far as what you're talking about, I'm certainly still in the closet, as it were. But I guess I want to come out of the closet because the thing I have to admit, and I know it's going to be a shock to you, because um, you haven't touched it for forever, as far as I know. Um, Whiskey? No. Uh, and, and it's I, been a hard ride. It, no. A lot of counseling. <laughs> There's been a lot of counseling with that. It's like a 60-day process. No. You know, 12 it, steps. In fact, I was talking to one of my kids the other day, and they were they said to me something about, Hey, Dad, do you ever play World of Warcraft anymore? <laughs> First, I'm like, oh, oh, no, no, World of Warcraft. I'm on to much more cooler things like Warhammer and RC Didn't we, like, airplanes. relaunch the whole show just so we wouldn't talk about World of Warcraft? I yes. mean, I thought, wasn't that our whole plan? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, we, we definitely launched the whole show and, and it's everything but World of Warcraft. But the problem is... This game is so fascinating. I don't know if you've heard, but they're coming out with a new expansion called the the Cataclysm that's coming out in just, you know, a few days even, as a matter of fact. It's just days away. So it's a new expansion. They're coming out. They're redoing the entire world that we lived in and we loved and, and we sort of cut our teeth in. That Vanilla WoW is now going to be fiery Vanilla WoW, and it seems kind of compelling, to tell you the truth. Well, I... I... I don't want to admit this, but the truth is I know all about what you're talking about. In fact, I've been playing quite a bit. And, and, and I know all about the lore and all about the game and all about what's coming. Uh, I've been raiding. <laughs> You've been raiding? A little bit. You haven't gone on another one of your binge. Wait, so are you are you saying are you saying that you're playing this game again too? I'm saying that within the last few days, I turned my account back on, and, and yes, I'm playing World of Warcraft once again. Well, you know, if we're doing this, this might fit into our plan. When Eric and I first dreamed up the idea of doing Taverncast Reborn, it, it was a four phase project, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Phase mm-hmm. one would be the relaunch of the old show in a new format. Phase two would be on tap, the beer show. Mm-hmm. Phase three would be the screen, the movie show. And we had a phase four. There was really? a show all about gaming, but we just, you know, nobody was really into gaming. Couldn't convince anybody to go. Didn't figure any of the other tavern catchers were in it. You know, you and I could do a phase four show. Just like 
I mean, and it certainly wouldn't be like the the leak show. You know, we would not be doing you know the the most in depth tips, tricks, whatever. Because look, man, I got a family and I want to keep my family, <laughs> and I got a job and want to keep my job. And you know, I'm 37 now, so I've got a uh, I've got responsibilities. But this game is compelling. There's something about it, about the immersiveness of it, and going in and you know sort of seeing the sights and interacting and this whole fantasy world come to life is. Uh, is something that's fun to do, sort of in the evening. So I'm talking and about, I'll, and I'll bet you that nobody out there mm-hmm. can do a casual, we don't care, we suck noob show as good as we can. I bet you're right. I bet you nobody sucks as bad as a tavern cat. I'll show. bet no one is nearly as craptacular as us. Well, let's do it. One, three, three, seven. Taverncast 1337 is the show about the world of Warcraft and casual video gaming. Brought to you by your human friends at Taverncast. And now, here are your noobs, Eloysius and Infernal Bill. I'm Bryce Irwin. Call me Eloysius. And this is Bill Tickner, and you can continue to call me Infernal Bill. And we are Taverncast Tavern Elite. Elite. See the, the show covering all things World of Warcraft and video gaming from a decidedly casual perspective. If Hello Kitty Online had an army, we'd be the special forces. Even though you have no idea what our show is about because this is our first show, you can nevertheless share your gaming experiences with us. Call the show. In the United States, dial 734-418-7077. Internationally, because we have any number of international fans, please call us with all your wacky English accents on Skype. The username is TavernCast. That's T-A-V-E-R-N-C-A-S-T. Or send us a short MP3 recording to TavernCast at TavernCast.com. Or use the alternate spelling T at symbol V. 3-R-N-C at symbol 5-T. If you want to find information, archived episodes, and show forums for every show in the Taverncast Network, the Taverncast Network, we've got a lot of shows. The Taverncast Network is at www.taverncast.com. We've got four shows now. Four Four. shows. That's ridiculous. We've got our long-running main show that morphed into a uh, sort of random subjects format uh, about a year ago or so. Um, that's Taverncast, and then we've got the Beer Show, which is all about beer and beer reviews. That's on tap. We've got the Movie Show, Come Back from the Grave from 2006. That's called The Screen. Mm-hmm. Just did a show on Harry Potter just the other day. Ooh. And now we've got TC1337. TC13. I think it should be called the Taverncast Empire, not the Taverncast Network. Well, to, in order to be an empire, we need to control something, and we need to get money. And since true. neither are actually happening, I'm not sure we can call us an empire yet. And you have a point there. So, you're interested in beating those video games. You want your quarters to go farther. Well, sit back and listen carefully. There's an ape I know, and he swings through the trees, and he tosses the barrels with the greatest of ease. He's a mighty muscle monkey, and he's lean and mean, and he's got it bad for this chick called Pauline. But Pauline, you see, is Mario's chick. Little mustache man, kind of short and thick. Welcome to my world, the climbing up red ladders. I'm the king of Kong, and I swing a mean hammer. 
like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of the lives of these newts. back i am sure that 99.999% of the listeners listening to this show right now are people who listen to tavern cast in the classic days when it was all about world of warcraft what do you think am i, I wrong think, i think that's probably right and by 99.99% you mean 10 people all exactly. 10 yeah like out of 11 people <laughs> actually out of 10 person and sort of a fetus that's not been born yet uh, though all ten of those people are, used to play World of Warcraft and probably played with us and are listening to this show. Well, folks, we we are back into the World of Warcraft format because, as you heard in our little sketch in the beginning, Bill and I are playing again, and we've actually I've been at it a little bit longer than Bill has, but uh, we've been in it for a while. And when we first did the Taverncast Reborn initiative, we we talked about making it a World of Warcraft themed show. In fact, we talked about that for a good couple of months, and the only reason it didn't go back that way on the main show is that we never could get everybody to be on board to want to do that, and it just needed some time. It was sort of thick in the middle of uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Things were kind of ramping down there. Not everybody was playing enough. Not too many people were raiding, and it just was like, you know what? We can't provide good content for a while show right now even if we wanted to. So we said, you know, we'll wait. We'll see uh, what comes down the road with, with the expansion coming out. We actually did put out a uh, little tavern cast mini right before we relaunched the show about Cataclysm when it first came out. So there was interest there. But we've sat and we've waited and we've remained patient. And now the expansion is right around the corner and we are back to the WoW podcasting format. So how does that feel, Bill? It feels weird. It, I mean, the, the, I'll tell you, the weirdest thing was when I got back into the game. So, you know, you sort of... Sit down at your computer. You you know, you you punch in your credit card again, and um, you reactivate your account. You go into the world of Warcraft, and everything is changed. I mean, literally. <laughs> like I go back. I'm like, what? I was looking forward to just sort of seeing like, ooh, I hear these great stories. Like you know, in Orgrimmar, there's earthquakes going on, and there's all these great quests. And Bryce calls me, and boop 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 boop. Hey, Bill, Bill, you gotta get in the game because there's earthquakes going on, and there's new quests, and it's just freaking awesome. Uh, like, Bryce, Bryce, I'm at work right now. I'm talking to a client <laughs> in my ultra high paying lawyer job. Can you just like, what? What is this world? Of, would you stop this, please? It's been like five years of this crap. Seriously, man. Seriously, I have a wife. I have kids. I Bill, watch television. Bill. I like football and sex. Will you stop calling me, Bill? You're gonna love it. It's totally gonna bring you back to the good old days. It is. Fan freaking tastic! Yeah, I'm totally digging on the war. I'm just digging on everything. I am I just. Hate, I I'm hated all those it. people, all those elite <laughs> hardcore gamer people. I hated those people. Those people ruined my freaking life. That's you not understand true. me? That, they ruined I my never, life. You know how many I cut, never how many scars that. I have on my arms from trying to kill myself <laughs> over that event? So I I get into the game, and the first thing I want to do is go the, go do these new quests, and lo and behold. All, not only okay, all my talents have been reset. Ugh, I hate it when that. Your happens. talents have probably been reset like thirty well, times since it, you left the game. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so and you know that's not uncommon. They do a major change. All right, and so I got to go in and figure out all my talents again. So I click on the talent bar. And I get, like, a whole new splash screen with, like, these columns. And it's like, choose your quest specialty. I'm like, what? How? Wait, what? And then I, you know, and, and it's telling me. And so then I look at the preview on the bottom and all the spells are different. But then the upper tiered spells are not different. And then you can't do be a hybrid version. And I'm just like, ah! Now, so you, know, I, you know what this is like? You know what this is like? This is like, so you... You just watched the original Star Wars, so episode four of Star Wars. Right. And 
for some reason you fell asleep, went away, went into a coma or something for like the next 20 years, and then somebody hands you a DVD, which you barely know what to do with, of Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Yes, And that's you right. put it in, you start watching it, like... This what? is kind of like Star Wars. That's it's right. got the same music. That's right. There's a title crawl. What What the hell is the Trade Federation? <laughs> what are these weird dudes with Chinese accents and bad rubber masks? <laughs> Why does Yoda look like that? Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. That's ex- that's very apt. That's a very apt analogy because not okay. So you the talents are all messed up now. Like half the things that I had like hot buttoned onto my keyboard they're just they're missing there's giant holes that are missing i log into infernal bill okay i'm noticing half of my gear i'm not even i like one of my my offhand weapon i don't even have it equipped so i'm like what that so i go into my bags which are now all linked together and i find oh there's my spell stone i think is this big heart looking gem thingy and i go to equip it of course it doesn't equip why because they don't have any more spell stones in the entire game they totally got rid of it but i have a spell stone stuck in my bag i'm like ah Alright, but yeah, but then I go, well, alright, so the spell stone's out, I gotta find a new offhand weapon. But at least I've got a bag full of shark. Wait a minute, all my soul shards are gone. So now all of that stuff is saveable. It's they're selling it on eBay. It's like a collector's item. Uh Nobody has them anymore. If you throw that thing out, it's gone into like the virtual matrix deletion folder of World of Warcraft. You'll never yeah. find it again. But well, $300 for each soul sard <laughs> on eBay, dude. I'm telling well, you, I sold mine. Each of the, the so I put my spell stone in the bank where I have my dread mist mantle or whatever the very first like uh, set of armor that you can get where you sort of look like the Grim Reaper. I have that, and that's still in my bank. And then I notice I have all these other things that are sort of seasonal things. I've got like a, a Halloween pumpkin thing. I think I've got some of the a holly that turns your mount into a reindeer. Of course, that's from like three seasons past. <laughs> so. We should probably say too for for anyone who actually is new to listening to this, and actually people who haven't followed us in in years and years since we haven't done well. Um, both Bill and I are the warlock class. So my, my actually main character is named Aloysiar. We're both on Whisperwind. I, Bill, you're still um, you're still Infernal Bill, right? Well, that's a funny question. Because what am I now? So I was Infernal Bill, the orc warlock, right? But my experience was is that my son is my my son seemed the most interested in it. And he's the oldest, so he he was the most advanced in into video games, and he wanted to play this game. So. I said, okay, we're going to make a team. And there really wasn't a good team to make with the with the warlock that was at the right level. So we just started a warrior and a priest. I'm like, I'm just going to go classic. You know, th- that's a pretty winning combination right there. So he leveled up a warrior and I leveled up a priest. And there used to be this buddy thing. But if the you... The recruit a friend thing? The recruit a friend thing. And if you get the recruit a friend thing, you level up super fast. So we actually leveled up a warrior and a priest to level 80. And we went through the whole uh, burning crusade and then we went through the whole... Northrend thing, and so now I've got a, a, a level 80 warrior. I've got a level 80 priest, and Infernal Bill stuck at level 70. So now I start getting a level, uh, Infernal Bill, but before now I have to spec him out again. I have to figure out what the heck these things are in my bags, figure out where all my gear is, and I have to level to 80 in order to see any of the new content. That's it. I'm out. Forget it. Eric, <laughs> you want to take over for this show? Because I'm have out. You, have, you, uh, have you decided then not to play the Warlock just because of the leveling thing? No. You know, actually, I've been having fun with the Warlock just doing PvP. So once I got him all straightened out and I got my... I just... Basically, I'm like, ah, I got to start from scratch. So I kind of threw out... 
the add-ons from you know 1992. All those went out. I, I took all my hotkeys and just threw everything off and just started from scratch and went through and put in a bunch of all my talents and I actually got the dual talents because it's like a hundred gold or whatever. Now it used to be I don't know ten thousand gold when it first came out. And here, so here's I'm, where here's where you start getting the hate mail right there. I was waiting for the moment to flag it where yeah. somebody's going to complain. Right, I can't I can't wait for the letter. Dear Tarrant, <laughs> we're really happy that you've come back. But um, when Darth Colonel Vader. Bill had this problem, because he said that the first time the dual spectat <laughs> thing was there, it was 10,000 gold. And actually, it's not true. It was actually 5,000 gold. <laughs> and I'm very insulted by the fact that even though you guys say you're a casual show, you're actually not being hardcore enough. And we really just prefer listening to World of Warcast. Lawler skates. Because those guys have all the hard-hitting information that you have ditched us on and forsaken us for in years. Hold on. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. So anyways, I just want to say welcome back, you f***ing noobs. Um, thank you. <laughs> for that piece of fan mail. So whatever it was, it was it was exponentially more expensive than what it is now. And so I ended up specking out the warlock in affliction so I could sort of be a master of disease. How, and how is that de- different from real life? <laughs> <laughs> master of destruction. But now Lydia I'm the master is not of not a spell. <laughs> and um <laughs> demonology, just to kind of be that just see what that was all like, because, you know, I I always thought destruction was like a mage class anyways. I mean, if, if I wanted to just like, like the mage can, you can have a fire mage and you can have a frost mage and then destruction was sort of like a fiery warlock. So now I'm corruption or I'm sorry, affliction and um, demonology. And that's as far as I, and then, and then of course my son, daddy, y- yes, son. Can you spec out the warrior so I can play? No! I'm working on the warlock! Can't you see daddy's got to figure out tons of shit before we can even play this game? Okay. I'm sorry, daddy. Please don't you hit me again. All right. All right. Okay. Don't ever talk to me again about World of Warcraft. But when you do the warrior, what do you want? A fury spec or do you want a protection? <laughs> daddy, I don't care. Fury or protection's fine with me. Just Okay. 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 Now get out! All right. <laughs> So anyway, that's it is intimidating. For anybody that's like me that's what's been out of the world of Warcraft for quite some time and find this new expansion interesting and want to see what it's all about, there is so much new stuff that it becomes intimidating and you need to give yourself probably a good I hate to say it, probably a good hour in order to get your feet back into it and figure out what your character is all about because undoubtedly it's changed and changed in a fundamental and big way. I mean, all the pieces are sort of still there, but you know the way it operates, how you can figure out what the intent is, how he's supposed to work, um, it takes a little bit of figuring out to do. But once you're there, it's, it's not too bad. Well, and the one good thing about this show is I think we're going to have a heck of a lot of things to talk about because... We're both reasonably new back into the game after being away from it for some time, and so I, I'm I'm I've played more than you have, but I'm still you know looking at a lot of this going. What did they just do here? How did this change? And they just made a sweeping change with uh, one of the previous two patches. It changed a bunch of the way that things work. The warlocks with the soul shard thing, the paladins with that weird like power up kind of I, see. I don't even know what to call it. Dear Tavern Cat, what the <laughs> hell is Aloysius even talking about? He doesn't even know what to call his talent spec action bar things. <laughs> the good yeah, news so, so is, for all those guys, I now have a, a character that's 60 or higher in 
I think pretty much every single class. So I know the class is a little bit better now, but the amount of information in knowing each of these classes is is overwhelming. It's just over knowing, oh, figuring yeah. out the warrior, figuring out the priest, figuring out the. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a paladin but, but that's like level sixty four or something. Yeah, but they've changed a lot of things that I think has made this game a lot easier. It seems complicated only because they've changed it all. But mm-hmm. honestly, once you start playing it, from what I've seen, so I play a paladin and a warlock both. They've changed the classes for the better. They're easier, I think, to play in. I've heard a lot of complaints, actually, that they say WoW is too easy to play now. Honestly, I think it's just about right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, it, it, people have criticized it for being too easy for quite some time. Well, back like in the old days, it was never criticized for that. But, I mean, when they made Burning Crusade, everyone criticized it because you had the gear was just ridiculous that you were getting. So people who had been farming raid gear for years and years and hours and hours, um, that all became obsolete when that came out. So it was Yeah, but like, see, boom, that's another topic right there. Burning yeah. Crusade. I right. thought that was, that was ridiculous. I think the Burning Crusade ruined the game for me for a good long time but so, we can talk about that later and, and then when they did this uh the second expansion they added in all those additional powers i mean you had a uh you know the death knight which is super powerful and then you know they they increased the level cap significantly w- with the new talents so that they put into it those were like super overpowered talents so if you use the old there's like dogs that are barking outside of my i don't know if you can hear that or not no i hear what are you getting overrun i think zombies i think the nazis are back and those are (laughs) nazi dogs that are no you know what it is it's it's the sanity police like (laughs) (laughs) mr tikna open the door mr tikna we have got word that you are recording a podcast right now about world of warcraft Are you intending to play again, Mr. Tickner? No, 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 no. This is regular Tavern Cast. We're not talking about World of Warcraft here. We're just doing a show about good friends, good fun, good beer. <laughs> Come on, you want a beer? It's good. I've got some that's t- that tastes like uh, fruit in the refrigerator. Well, sir, he did say that uh, he called it Northrend the expansion and not Wrath of the Lich King. So technically, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> He's probably not playing. All right, Tickner. Yes. You're safe for now. Thank you, but sir. But don't use any proper terminology, and whatever you do, don't learn how to play your characters. No, no, no problem. See you back at the TSA. We'll see you at the airport. Bye. Thanks for coming. of the old world, six years of Warcraft, and the beginning of the Cataclysm. So tomorrow they're supposed to be releasing a new patch. As of the recording of the, my voice, rumor is releasing a new patch to the World of Warcraft where they're going to On November blow, up, 23rd, blow 2010. up the world. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Hey, happy Thanksgiving, we're blowing up the world. And so Bryce calls me. Bill, they're blowing up the world tomorrow. It's D-Day. You've got to get online. You've got to be ready. You've Check it out. Look at all the information online. <sighs> okay. So, I get online. I check it out. I read the information. Evidently, with their blowing up the old vanilla WoW at this point, they're totally destroying one of my favorite instances in the entire world. An instance that I never got to complete, which is none other than Zul'Gurub. 
When we were in the pod people, our old guild on on Whisperwind, before we went into the almighty molten core, and Zulgrub was it. And we went in there, and there were like the five bosses. And I remember, you know, beating our head against the wall on the the bat woman that was in there. And and I and she would do she would you know rain down the fire, and you know I would have uh, we would be on vent, and I had a music channel on vent, and I knew we were gonna wipe because we wiped so many uh, times on see, that. See, you're a little maudlin. You're a little uh, retrospective about I the am. game. I see. I'm you know what? Very- I am too, though. Not about that. I I mean, I guess I think it's. It's kind of a shame, but I mean, really, at the levels that we're at, we're never going to go back in there anyways. No. Not really. Well, are they getting rid of, like, any other instances? That, like, for instance, Molten Core is still there, right? I believe Molten Core is there, yes. But, what about- and see, here's the thing. I am not 100% sure, so you might be asking the wrong guy here. It's, it's a good thing we're doing a podcast about this. <laughs> I don't uh, – from 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 what I understand, uh, Zalgurub is the one being removed. And, and honestly, I don't know why. We'd have to go – we'd have to go look. I, my hope would be is that they're going to retool it and bring it back. Yeah. Right. So then it's going to be something that all the, you know, level 85s can go run and, and stuff like that. But, but you know what it's going to be for me? It's going to be that girl in high school that you never got to date, that you always wanted, that you always wanted to ask her out, but you never did. Zulgarub is the one where we banged our head against the wall trying to get that stupid boss, Hakar. I think it's Hakar. It's Hakar, yeah. At the very end of it, and never actually bringing him down the way we wanted to do it. And, and sure, we could go back now. It's like, you know, I could get you and my son or whatever, and we could probably three man Hakar at this point but um no you couldn't <laughs> was he still super hard no i mean well yeah i mean we, we were actually we i ran the thing about a year ago just for mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. and uh yeah <laughs> he's you, you can't make it past the second boss you can't make it past bat uh eric and i i think tried to two man it we couldn't Get make out. it past bat yeah but that's we did you snake we did up. snake boss but snake boss we did but bat boss there was no way there's no way you could do bat boss and we were 80s yeah and you were 80 yeah. Now, okay, remember, though, huh? this show is TC1337 for a reason. <laughs> We're not leet. It's a play on words, my friends. So maybe it's just that Cromley and I suck. And that, that you know, but really, we never really were that good. That was the whole beauty of the whole thing. So, you know, using your analogy of a girlfriend, though, if you're talking about Zolgurub, and yeah. I don't want this to be the whole Zolgurub segment, yeah. but I think you have an apt analogy. If, say, they were to reinvent it and bring it back, new and improved. Right. It's like the girlfriend that you last saw in high school, and then you see her again when she's, like, 29, yeah. and she's smoking. Right. And then you go downer. Yeah. Use that however <laughs> you know. Go downer. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know, we'll see. I mean, hopefully uh, we'll be able to downer uh, in, in a way that, that, is, uh, that is good for everyone involved. <laughs> Um, but normally those things so just end, but, but normally those things just end too quickly uh, if experience is any indicator. So, yeah. we'll and it's a it's a group downing. It's it's, a, an, it's, it's an orgy of downing, if you will. Strong halitosis be but one of my feminine traits. It, hopefully, it'll be new and it'll be different, but it'll never have that innocence of like you know way way back when that vanilla wow of of the old school. The game was, I think. In some ways, more of a, a more of a total lifestyle commitment. I actually find it so for for the first year when we dropped out a while. Longtime Taverncast fans will will remember how the show uh, changed, and so they'll remember the big experiment that I did, where I basically got myself addicted to WoW for a month and did a show on it, and that really soured me on the game. I mean, it really took me out of it. And then a bunch of lifestyle changes, where all of us moved halfway around the country, changed things for us too. So I was probably out of the game for a good solid year to year and a half from that point on. And uh, in that time, 
upon coming back, the Burning Crusade was still really difficult. I remember logging in, and you know, people are like, "Well, you can't come on the raid with us, Eloy, because you're not keyed for Karazhan." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. what the hell? What the hell is that? Is it like the old old school? I got to go get like molten core key. Where is the Hydraxian Water Lords? I've right. got a farm to go get the key." Wow! And they're That's like, "No, callback. you've got to go like all these like things and get this key, and it's like a thirty thousand quest long process. You got to farm gold and." kill a Chinese farmer and, you know, <laughs> say a chant, and then maybe, maybe you can get into Karazhan. So I remember um, Kern Katir talking about being in the Karazhan Opera House and, and stuff, and I was just like, dude, I'm never going to see, I'm never going to see any of this. And I remember talking to you mm-hmm. about Warcraft when we were just sitting there throwing it under the bus from a distance going, like, this game has just gotten to the point where it caters to hardcores and you can't get there anymore. That's if right. you play, if you don't play, you know, four or five hours a day, you can't keep up. If you and play it's not, casual, not to say you, that we didn't do that at one point. We were pretty close. If you play but, casually, you know, back in the day, if you played casually, the, the the extent of your experience with the game was limited to essentially questing. Which, yeah. as we all know, if you play it at any for any given amount of time, that can be pretty goddamn boring after a while. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, there's only so many times you can talk to a guy and he tells you to go kill twenty of these lizards to get their skins and turn into the guy, and and then you know he sends you off to somebody else to do the exact same thing, rinse and repeat. But at the end of the day, I think I've come to the conclusion, and it's not that profound of a conclusion, so you don't have to brace yourself. But I think World of Warcraft is essentially a hobby. Right, like I've yes. been involved in a lot of hobbies, and it's just, it, it's got all the characteristics of a hobby as far as from an entry level perspective, how you can grow with it and get more involved with it. It's got sub facets to it. Some people like the cooking thing. Some people like working the auction house. Some people like PvP. Some people like raiding. Some people like all the crafting professions. There's all these different, and, and you could enjoy the game the way you want to enjoy it without necessarily partaking in all or any of those things. You may very well just like doing the quests and that's it. And when it's done, you're going to wait two years for the next expansion. And but, that's- the beaut- but the beauty is now is that the game has gotten easier, I think. Uh, with, with the inclusion of the random dungeon system, mm-hmm. that was huge. I mean, the fact that you can just look for a group, find a group, get in, go raid almost all of the, but the very high, like 25-man raid group dungeons, this is fantastic because you get yourself geared up you have a good time. You get to see stuff that, honestly, without having to go around and get a group, even with a good guild. I mean, people are busy. They're in other groups. A raid groups form. You're not a part of them. It goes on and on and on. Um, I'm a guild master of a guild, for goodness sake, and I don't get into all the raids. It's just the way it goes. If you're not on. You don't play all the time. You don't get the benefits. It's been the way it is from you know the time immemorial, from the, when the world began turning. But the game now allows you to get geared up. I've got great gear right now on Eloy CR. It's pretty good. And I can, you know, I've been running ICC, Ice Crown Citadel, trying to take down Arthas now and again with the guys in the guild. And it's been fun. And the fact that I can even get in there is a testament to the fact that they made the game easier. Right. And people are decrying it. I think the hardcores are complaining about it. But, you know, for me, being a casual player, it's allowing me to actually experience and enjoy the game in ways that you could not in Burning Crusade and was actually, I think, very difficult to do even in Vanilla WoW. The fact that we ran that stuff in vanilla wild bill because we had that guild yeah. and without that guild and all those people we wouldn't have even had a chance to run that stuff cromley and i weren't doing it when we first started tavern cast in fact if you go back and look at those episodes we were talking about how like i was one of the few people along with Carg, who had actually even seen molten core you know right. so well, but it's changed now everybody's seen everything it's kind of good 
Yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. And if you, the listener, are looking forward to you know experiencing this along with us in the same way that we're experiencing it, which is a a casual way that's like a hobby, and you've um, it's not entirely your life, then come on along with us and let's get into cataclysm and uh, say goodbye to the old world and the uh, and all that it had to it. You know, I find myself actually um, I, I rode around the old world. And uh, took a look at some of the stuff because I knew it was all going to change. So I just, you know, just rode around, checked everything out, looked at the old zones. And and I hate to admit it, but there's a part within me because we have played this game now off and on for six years. Mm-hmm. Six years. And so there's there's parts of this world that, you know, will pop up in like, it's almost like a race memory. It like shows up in dreams, you know? I mean, like, I know these places, these worlds as if I've been there myself. You know, I've hiked many times in different places and I can picture like Yosemite and places like that. But I can also picture Fairloss, you know? And I can picture uh, Dustwallow Marsh and I can picture Stonetown Mountains. Yeah. And that's bizarre. But the fact that you can run around and do that. So there's a, there's a portion of me that I think is going to be, um, you know, a little sad to see it go, but, that's also the nature of things, but I'm pretty excited to see what they do with it, yeah, especially no. given how they're doing it and why they're doing it. And I'm interested to see after six years what the advancements are in, in the way they do quests. I mean, Wrath of the Lich King had a pretty big step forward in some of their quests, which was cool, and they're going to do a lot more of that. And I think uh, I think the game will get more interesting because of that. And if it sucks, then we'll end it at episode five. <laughs> And we'll switch back over to Hello Kitty Online, <laughs> which we've been playing, you know, diligently, diligently, every night. Welcome to Hello Kitty's massively multiplayer online game. Here you can meet Hello Kitty and all her friends. I have a level level five tabby. <laughs> Hello Kitty. Tricked out. That's wow. hot. It's got like a catnip sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Paw of retribution. You know, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome, dude. Just as, as an aside, before we leave this segment, did you... They, they, so, they've been running a bunch of uh, world events and elemental invasion and a big pre-cataclysm build-up to the, the changeover with some cool quest lines and interesting changes on the landscape of uh, the you know the main um, hero characters of the world and stuff like that. Were you able to get in there and play any of that stuff? I did, and it was very cool. I, I didn't go on the quest that sent me into Outland. That's the one I didn't do. But I did do the one where I had to invade, like, the... Uh, the camp that's outside Orgrimmar yeah, and the Twilight and, Hammer people. Yeah, the Twilight Hammer, and and it was it was kind of cool because these guys are like terrorists, right? And they're mm-hmm. like planting bombs all over Orgrimmar, and you got to go in and essentially disarm the bombs and you know rat them out. And how, how crazy was it that they turn you into like a virtual TSA agent, where you're <laughs> you're standing outside Orgrimmar and you're being forced to like search people that are coming into Orgrimmar. Yeah. And they're like, don't violate my honor. How dare you touch me like that? And I'm like, God, I feel so dirty about this. <laughs> Wait till you guys hear the next main Tavern Cast show that'll come out later this week. There's a whole section about TSA. And when you hear how we feel about that, you're going to be like, like, dude, Eli, you touched that, you touch that, uh, that, that orcish woman like that? Dot backslash molest. Damn it, that doesn't work. Backslash grab junk. Ah, backslash backsl- make Azeroth free from Twilight Hammer terrorists. Success! <laughs> backslash fondle breasts. Man, these emotes suck! You know, if you don't harass the citizens like that and molest them, the Twilight Hammer wins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think this was really cool. The build-up was cool. Uh, the elemental invasion thing was kind of cool. Just the fact that you saw the city on fire and stuff like that. But it was 
50 times cooler for me when I get into my next subject. Cataclysm, The Shattering by Christy Golden. Alright, so I'm going to kick off a little review here of a book that came out, a novel, World of Warcraft novel, called The Shattering, Prelude to Cataclysm by New York Times bestselling author Christy Golden. And she's a bestselling author because she also wrote World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, Arthas, which was another World of Warcraft book that I have not read, but uh, people tell me it's actually pretty good. Now, what did she write that's not World of Warcraft? Did she write, uh, you know, is it like a, like war and peace type stuff or like a biography of Lincoln? Or, no, she's her, her New York Times bestseller thing comes off of uh, Arthas, Rise of the Lich King. Uh-huh. Um, and she's uh, written a bunch of other uh, World of Warcraft books, Lord of the Clans, Rise of the Horde. Uh, Etc. She's also written StarCraft books, StarCraft Dude, novels. I am so, I think so she is... in the wrong profession. I, <laughs> yes. I, so, I should have totally uh, sent my resume to Blizzard so I could be their <laughs> author. She is like the Blizzard author. Let's talk about The Shattering. Great book. Great book. It's about – it is a prelude to Cataclysm expansion. And, you know, for a game, World of Warcraft has got very complicated lore. It's almost Tolkien-esque in how complicated very, it is going way, 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 way back. Very complicated. They've started kind of getting this stuff together, and the lore makes, you know, a little bit more sense, a little bit more easy to understand than it was, like, say, in Vanilla WoW and Burning Crusade and all that stuff. But there are some main characters and some main political stuff. And they did a really good job, I think, in Wrath of the Lich King pulling out characters even from the quest. So you remember some of those guys from that, like um, Garrosh Hellscream. Oh, yeah. The, right? I mean, uh, he, do you know he's what awesome. no. You have no idea. I forgot. You. I forgot who he was. <laughs> you should read this book. Really? And I'm telling this, this, see, this is for people like you that it probably would be like a World of Warcraft novel, seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Like, you take the words right out of my mouth. If you like the game, and the game is fun as a hobby, mm-hmm. This is a perfect counterpoint to that. I, I I really enjoyed it. It did a great job in setting up Cataclysm. And where I was, I was interested in getting back in the game just to see what they were going to do. This really jump-started my interest in the expansion through the story. Hmm. And, and to see so much of it that was echoed in the pre-Cataclysm world event was awesome. Like, the, the reason that Thrall is out in Outland is because of stuff that happens in The Shattering. And it happens, they, they talk about it in the quests that you do in the world event, but it's really outlined in the shattering as to what's going on. He's in Outland because Azeroth is falling apart, and the elementals aren't abiding by rules anymore. It's kind of like when Obama went to India after the election. It's exactly like that. I see. Look, 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 look. So, <laughs> but he's out in Outland conversing with uh, the original orcs, 
trying to figure out uh, what went wrong in Draenor, which is what Outland is. That was the name of the planet that blew to a million pieces. And what they, he can learn from the elementals there to help him to prevent something like that happening in Azeroth. And he leaves because he's like the world's greatest shaman. And he is. He's like he's like a superhero shaman guy. And a lot of people don't know that about Thrall. They think he's just like some green warrior dude, but he's a shaman. So he's out there doing research, is he's, essentially. He's he's abdicated his throne temporarily to do what only he can do, which is try to figure out what to do to fix things. He's yeah. left behind Garrosh Hellscream, which is the son of Grom Hellscream. And if uh, you yeah. played World of Warcraft or Warcraft three the game, the old strategy game. At the end of the game, it's Thrall and Grom Hellscream fighting the leader of the demons, Manoroth. And Grom kills him and breaks the bloodlust thing that holds the orcs captive to the demons, and that moves them into World of Warcraft, where they form the Horde and become like a free people. So Garrosh is Grom's son, and Garrosh has got this big axe to grind to try to be a hero, well, pseudo-hero. He thinks his dad is more of a hero than he actually was. Grom was actually a pain in the ass and killed a bunch of people before he kind of turned and went good. He's the Darth Vader, kind of, in a way, of the Warcraft universe. You don't know the yeah. power of the orcs. He turned at the end, and now Garrosh is trying to, you know, reclaim some of that glory. And he's um, he's turning... Orgrimmar and the Horde into sort of this fascistic pro-orc kind of place. And you're going to see that very shortly when they remake the world here in 4.03, or whatever the patch is there. Garrosh Hellstream, you are all subject and be, oh, oh baby. I'm just thinking about what the lore of Warcraft, uh, war, the lore of Warcraft. We got to do that again, you know? And Garrosh can come out and be all like... Obey and Thrall come out and be like, never, and they can fight. And... Sorry, you, you I, pretty much I are summing up. Uh, I would assume how things are probably going to go. Yeah, that'll be it'll be the, good. The wild, be... the wild developers actually said that they didn't expect anyone to like Garrosh Hellscream, and they did it on purpose, and that mm-hmm. the changes he's going to make are going to be things that players are going to be annoyed with. So talk about you know a company secure in their subscription model. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're yeah, going to piss we're off gonna make the player you hate base. The game. Yeah, and, and exactly. we're confident they're going to continue to pay for it. Chris wow. Metzen, who's like the um, the creative director at Blizzard, the the big lead story designer guy, said that if you're willing to fight for the horde now, as just players that have a loose alliance to like a game world thing, right? And you still wear all the T-shirts and you know say for the horde and stuff like that. How much are you going to be willing to fight for it if it's in danger? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of his whole thing. And then the book also covers the alliance really well. It covers the um, some really interesting things. Two of the major characters there is uh, Magni Bronzebeard, who is you never really played alliance, did you? No, but I probably will uh, with the whole worgen thing out because I mean, when given the choice between a goblin and a werewolf, well, I think we know what the answer to that would be. We'll talk about, we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> so Magni Bronzebeard is the um, is the king of Ironforge of the dwarves. And he has, goes through a similar thing that Thrall does. The Explorers League, who are the dwarves that you always see digging everywhere, like an old man and things like that, come across some tablets with stuff written on it from the old world that talks about how to commune with Azeroth, with the Earth itself. <laughs> 
Nesbitt? Were they digging? Orion yeah, yeah. Nesbitt. Abu Dhabi. Oh, so they bring yeah, this tablet yeah. back to Magni Bronzebeard, and he takes it upon himself to go ahead and do the the incantation to speak to the Earth to figure out what the hell is going on. And instead what happens is his little experiment backfires, and he gets engulfed in some sort of crystalline material and goes all Han Solo and freezes up. Yeah, which, le- which paves the way for his emptiness of the throne for his estranged daughter, who has been gone for the entire world of Warcraft, uh, who has been kidnapped by the Dark Iron Dwarves, Good to Lord. come back, Mora Thorissian is her name now, <clears throat> to come back and take the throne and close down Ironforge and basically turn it into a little fascistic dictatorship. So basically, on both sides now, you have problems, major problems. Yeah, but like and- the human guy isn't out like, you know, he was just trying to grab power and then he got stuck in the trap. At least our thrall dude is out like trying to save the world and commuting with the Earth Mother or whatever. Woo! Go hard! Yes! Well, no, technically, Magni Bronzebeard was trying to fix the situation. Oh, whatever. The the guy who's sketchy on the Alliance side is King Varian Rin. That's the guy who runs the Alliance right now. I don't know if you remember from ever playing the Alliance at all in the old days, but if you would go to the throne room in Stormwind, there was a kid there named Anduin Rin, and he was a little boy, and that was the king. Well, that's Varian's son, and Varian was kidnapped for many years, and they didn't know where he was, and he finally came back, blah, blah, blah. But wasn't the book he like has the dragon whole... or something, though? The no, kid he, was wasn't, he wasn't the dragon. Oh. He wasn't the dragon. That was um, Lady something Prester, I think her name was, and that was Anixia. That uh. was actually Anixia in human form that was kind of seizing power in Stormwind and manipulating people and so on. But it is worth saying that uh, Varian's kid, Anduin, plays a pretty big role in this and he's a pretty cool character too he's a little 15 year old kid now but uh looks to be a um an interesting force for good on that side so it's some interesting Hi, stuff everyone my name's Anduin. i'm <laughs> i'm a force for good ignore the fact i'm 15 and i've got acne all over my face i'm gonna be the leader follow me to victory so definitely give this book a read if you're interested in this kind of stuff at all it is pretty well written uh it's you know it's it's nothing like it's nothing great, but it's pretty good. It sounds and, like something you kind of sit out at the beach. You mm-hmm. got a pina colada and you just read it. And you could probably I think read I, it cover to cover and pretty quickly. But yeah, it's I think be a I, whole I think I ripped through it in about four or five days. But I did that too because it was interesting. It catches you right from the, from the beginning. And you know what? I think a non World of Warcraft player would find this book boring. Yeah. But because there's so many World of Warcraft players, that's why these sell so well. And that's why it was interesting, because well, it talks about stuff that you want to know about. And I'm telling you, Bill, yes. as Mr. Infernal Bill, you should you should check this book out. Go well, buy t- it and check it out, because it actually, it actually makes so many things clear about what's going on. It Actually, when you get in the game, you're like... Wow, this is really kind of cool, and yeah, like I, I feel like this is really something important that's going on. Not just it isn't it take it kind of covers up some of the mechanics of the the usual. Uh, Blizzard is putting in a new patch this <laughs> right, week, and right, we're right. going to get new gear. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, when you started talking about this, I got to admit I was pretty skeptical, but I think you sell it well, and I think you have a very good point that part of the appeal of this game is the backstory, is the lore to it, is the you know why you're doing what you're doing, and if you can sort of if if that is appealing to you, then it, it sounds like this book would be even more appealing because it's more immersive. It puts more context to the events that are happening, so it makes it more than just you know go here, do that, get this, or help it this drops, go throw that on the auction house. It's more of like the meta arc of for what exactly is going on. Which you know personally, yep. frankly, I I find it um 
probably more interesting than, you know, the grind that you can have to try to get from 80 to 85. Well, so I think I'll the thing is, too, is that I'm interested to see now, knowing this story, if the quests are actually more entertaining for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because once you kind of understand things, then the quests that deal with all these sort of politics and story things mean a lot more. And, and I think knowing, that I'll probably enjoy this expansion a lot more than I did previous ones just because of that. And knowing is half the battle. Is half the battle. So World of Warcraft, The Shattering, Prelude to Cataclysm, written by Christy Golden. It's available on Amazon or She's fine bookstores. Pick it up and give it a read. And if you do want to support TavernCast, you can buy the book off of our TC1337 page on our site at www.taverncast.com forward slash 1337. All right, that's been our pre-cataclysm edition of TavernCast Elite. If you like the show, please review us on iTunes. We'll have our own feed for this show soon. Um, we'll let you know the details on that. We are going to move it off of the main feed, I think, uh, uh, eventually. As gamers go, it's a pretty hardcore gaming show for people that, you know, maybe like the beer show and our sort of morning show style TavernCast. So a feed for TC1337 is coming and we'll let you know on this show when that happens. Uh, keep your reviews coming on iTunes. Your reviews help us to increase the show's ratings and the listeners, making it possible for us to keep doing this show. And come by our forums. Come by and say hi. Um, introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself. We'd love to hear from you. Um, give us some. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, and what we can improve on. Love to hear it. Next week, we'll be back with more World of Warcraft discussion and introduce our third show host as we kick off the first season of TC1337. Who could it be? Who could it be? Well, you know, in the tradition of Taverncast Classic, we, can, we can't have a female on the show until the second show. It's just the way it goes. That is. That is a, that is a TC tradition right it there. It is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, except for the, the, the main show, TC, you know, the main Taverncast show, we had Mike Monin on the new show right away. So... <laughs> All right, see you then. (laughs) All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Taverncast 1337 is a Snapdragon production and part of the Taverncast Network. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. TC1337.